You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Hello and welcome to episode 57, I believe you said, Tyler. <laughs> right, no, I, I believe we are at 57. <laughs> uh, of In The Corner, obviously. I am Benny Mack. Uh, joining me as uh, pretty usual most of the time uh, is uh, Tyler. Hello, mate. How are, you? How are you? A bit of a rush before we came on, obviously. Um, yeah, we, we were uh, rushing for time. It, it was like a gauntlet match. It, it, it was incredible, but hey, no, I, I'm just always thrilled to join you, Benny, and thank you once again for this uh, wonderful opportunity. It, it's always a fun time. Mate, you're part of the furniture now. You are the co-host. You, you know, it's okay with Benny. Part of the Mac, furniture. The that could be a shirt. I'm going to have to remember that. <laughs> Tyler, I, I've Peters, heard of part, part of the, of the family, furniture. <laughs> part of the furniture. What, what am I, the, the head or uh, of the table or, or the doorstop? To the uh, door, I, I don't the know. footstool of the, <laughs> the corner. Well, that, that, that's more appropriate. I, I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Connor. Yeah, welcome to everybody in the chat. We'll get to those in a moment. Yeah, uh, episode fifty-seven. We are live. I think this is the third live show of In the Corner. Um, I doing so. doing other shows. Obviously, gameplay junkies on SGP World Media as well. So I'm a little bit. How many have I done that one? How many have I done that one? But basically, I was getting my reps in, I was getting my exercise in, and I had to rush back from swimming and stuff, and I was like, luckily this PC that I got that replaced the old one, like, literally just goes boom and comes on really quickly, and then it's, hi Tyler, how are you? Oh, by the way, we've got like 60 yeah. seconds to go. Sorry, hey, mate, we're Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be i think we we're about a minute late so you know i apologize to everybody but um uh dan griffin in the chat as well do it. yeah dan griffin uh thank you and it was an urkel moment we, we just meant to do it that's all uh just looking like my tea be with you shortly yeah no problem dan hello connor as well thank you very much connor actually hung out with us for me with me and jack for the gameplay junkies uh xbox showcase and this i know has nothing to do with wrestling right now uh and awesome. the starfield direct um that was a fun uh not really it's not really an episode it's available on the youtube channel the shb world media uh youtube channel if you want to rewatch us reacting to it uh but for the first time in many years tyler which is i'm gonna start save this for gameplay junkies but for the first time in many years i want to say at least five years very excited about what's coming to the gaming world uh and it's been a while you know you get older you know you've seen lots of things but yeah, I was very, uh, well, very I'm excited, excited about for, it. for you all. Yeah. Oh, we got to get you gaming with us, mate. We got I know you don't, but we got to get you gaming with us and get you on to see what you think. But uh, it'd be interesting to get your take on it because somebody who's not really a gamer. Talk about an experience to have me. There we go. You're there get we me go. To cross over into the <laughs> to uh, your world of gaming. I don't know. I don't know if everybody's ready for that. Hey, what about if I tell them to go fickle themselves? That'd be good. <laughs> Another, but we're making it to a gaming style shirt. This would be fine. Uh, but anyway, uh, so go. quite a lot to. Quite a lot to talk about, actually. SmackDown and Raw, and oh, there is. Um, so, well, I mean, we'll get into uh, SmackDown, obviously. Um, to be honest, though, again, I because it's been a couple of days. Maybe I'm I I've forgotten it all, but like the highlights um, of SmackDown. Um, I think we've got to start with it. Um, I'm a bit perplexed by it as well, based on what happened backstage. So, Tyler has no idea what I'm about to say. We are sh- uh, flying by the seat of our pants, as they say. But, 
Charlotte Flair returned. And I figured, why not start yeah. here, you know? Um, and we literally have backstage, we have Bianca Belair being told, yes, you will have a, a, a championship match, you know, for the title. Um, but then Charlotte Flair jumps the queue, essentially, so uh, to Oscar. So <laughs> what's going on here, man? What do you think of it? I, I think everybody's scratching their head. The only thing I can... Uh think of maybe are we going to get a triple threat with Bianca maybe that's how they figure her back in the plans or are we just getting a one-on-one contest between Charlotte and Asuka I know that there's backstory to uh, each of those ladies and you know I've got nothing but admiration respect for Charlotte regardless of what everybody's uh, views are on the queen and it was it gave you that shock value here here you go Charlotte returning uh, was it a letdown to certain fans she even addressed them on Twitter uh, sure, uh, you know, there's always that negativity element to anything, especially on the, the Twitterverse, so to speak. Um, I don't mind it. Uh, these whole titles, uh, well, pardon me, let me go back. All these championships, I'm even confused trying to explain it. Uh, you know, it, it's got me very confused as well. It's just, I, I don't mind you rebranding them, but now you're just adding titles, I feel like, to add them. It, to me, it kind of devalues them after a while. See, that's interesting because although I initially... So we'll kind of blend in Raw here as well because of obviously Rhea Ripley has been given a... So she's known as the world's women's champion and Oscar is now known as the WWE women's champion, which is not you know unusual. Um, we have obviously seen similar bout designs in NXT as well. Part of me is with you in a sense of, really? Can we not have... You know, you're basically selling, it's, it's Apple, basically. You're selling a bigger version of it, and then you're selling a smaller version of it. Where's my camera? It's over there. And a smaller version of it. Um, so, What, what are the consolation prizes? I mean, to me. Well, then the other way to look at it, by making them look like the heavyweight men's heavyweight championship belts, it, you could argue that maybe it's, propels it a bit higher because now their bouts are very similar to the, the men's in a sense of this is the men's world champion, this is the women's world champion. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm like, it could have been it could have been a lot better, let's face it, to be honest. Um, I don't mind the bout designs that they've done. I have Roman's is okay, I guess. It's got the gold on it, which we've already spoke about before. Um, but ultimately, it, again, it depends on how you look at it. I'm trying to look at it more as a positive, but I can't argue the negative. I can't really disagree with the negative side of it either because they are basically yeah, smaller version. They are basically smaller versions of the men's. But like I said, does that elevate the women's championship, or does it make it? Eh, <laughs> basically, you know. That would be my argument. Is it actually going to elevate and represent it well, or is this just going to? add more uh, just booking decisions where we, we place ourselves in, in corners instead of trying to see yeah. a logical way to get out of it. But I, I'm sure with patience and seeing this, you know, develop that they'll be able to do that. I always like to look at the positives as well, but I can't help but kind of look at the, the other perspective yeah. of it. It's just, uh, yeah, when's it too much? Because we had a Raw Women's Champion, we had a SmackDown Women's Champion, and I don't mind you rebranding it and actually calling it a women's championship. No, but, I, I but don't even still mind. Got other titles. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, 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 go on. I was just going to say, like, I don't even mind it being called the World's Women's Championship. That's a great idea because that differentiates between the two uh, champions in a sense. But, like, I... Correct. As much as I want this show to be a positive, and, yeah, all right, we, most of the time we are, but there are little things every now and again. Could they have just not been different designs? As I, you know, um, but by not calling yeah, they them... they could the, have. Yeah. Um... By not calling them the Raw and SmackDown, obviously, down the line, when the draft, I assume, will have one next year at some point, I would like a bit more of uh, gravitas to it, like we used to have when we used to have matches and see who gets a bit more of a... And I, I would the, like the, it to actually be a split, to your point. Let, let's that have, is what, yeah, we're, we're already yeah. getting a cross-pollination, if I can yes, use that analogy. Yeah, that's it's, great. Yeah, it's, getting, great. it's getting on my nerves a little bit, because I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, these free agents are good. Let, let me get off my soapbox, because I think I've been a little too kind, Benny. Okay, yeah, yeah. this is where the, the, the thick old version of myself comes out. And it's just, it drives me crazy. Let's keep stars on each brand, respectively, so the viewers are not scratching our heads. We're not having headaches. We're not thinking, I need to get high off medicine or something. It's just, it's driving me <laughs> absolutely up the wall. Yeah, it driving is. I nuts, mean, yeah. it, it's just, and I, I, I respect everything that WWE is trying to do. I'm such a fan that we're passionate. I don't have all the answers. You know, the booking thing is very complex. I I couldn't do it. So, hey, credit goes to them. It's just, but if we're going to have our opinions, I I just think, man, we're we're getting so many different shades here, meaning the titles. I I don't care if you design them to your point. I don't care if you rename them. I, I don't know if maybe they're, their point of reference is you get money in the bank. Maybe they're trying to reward it. That's what I mean by the consolation prize. Yeah. Uh, but but still, then then it's then it still leaves you perplexing. I'll borrow the term you just used a, a little while ago. I, I don't mind Charlotte getting involved, but you know then they have to explain Bianca. So I get why even in storyline she's frustrated because hey, I just came off a program with Oscar. They're still unfinished business. So yeah. that's what makes me think maybe we'll get some sort of triple threat or somehow they'll. They'll get her involved. I mean, I'm not for certain or sure that those it makes kind of sense. relate those terms. But it, it would, you know, be sensible. It, make, it, yeah, make, it, make, it, it makes sense. And that is also a good way because I don't think Oscar should drop it this quick. So it's also no. a good way of having that triple threat where she doesn't necessarily have to beat Bianca. Let's face it, she probably will. And then it will leave Charlotte open for a future, you know, one-on-one possibly, I'm guessing. I don't know whether we're seeing... another opportunity. Yeah. I don't know whether we're seeing the start of maybe Bianca possibly uh, turning. It could be. Maybe she does. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is a good good time. I think so, actually. Do you know what? I think it's a perfect time for her to do it, really, in the next, whether it's Money in the Bank or in the next month or two, for to see... Maybe she could be wanting, yeah. Go ahead. I'm not meaning to interrupt you. No, no, I was just going to say... Um, instead of it just being like a natural flip, she starts getting frustrated with the management, a.k.a. Adam Pierce in this case, and it starts progressively, and then by what, SummerSlam, she's f- like had enough of this BS, and she's now heel. So, I know you could even yeah, see that. Yeah, I was that. about to say. Yeah, you she could, even could be s- more whiny. Yeah, like yeah, she's there doing you go. Kind of, kind of tease it. Where, hey, what about me? You know, Adam Pierce. That's a, that's a great analogy. I, I mean, we do disagree on this show, but I can't help but concur. That that's not <laughs> a bad way to go about it. It may, it makes sense, doesn't it? Um, I mean, what are your thoughts about Charlotte coming back? Is it? I, I don't mind you, Charlotte you in, coming back. Uh, yeah, 
I yeah, always I be mean, like. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't. I think we're just so used. I think that's what takes a little bit of the the surprise element out when she does return, even though she's away and has, and she's absent because everybody's expecting it a little too much. Now, I think that is the thing that does hurt Charlotte when she returns. But you can't deny that she's one of the the best wrestlers. Uh, no. uh, I don't I don't care if it's women or men. So for those fans complaining, hey, I, I, you know, cry me a river, give me tissues, give me Justin Timberlake, I don't care what you want. You're not going <laughs> to tell me that Charlotte Flair is not one of the better wrestlers and technicians. Of course she is. I just think it's with her presentation and now, is she going to be more of a heel, or is this more babyface Charlotte? I guess she's more of the babyface, because Asuka right now is a heel. And if you got Bianca turning heel, then to me, you'd have to have one babyface in the mix. But to me, I, I think I'm with a lot of the people, though. I, I like a villainous Charlotte better. I think she is a better heel. I'll give you that 100%. Um, I think it's the thing. I think what's... I know she is this... She's, you know, she's, what, 14-time champion yeah 14 times yeah um fine um but to be i kind of want her not to win it because i want to see because she's been in it so much it'd be uh, why not have some like i don't know how to put battle rivalries blood feuds whatever you want to call them why not go down that road why not well i know they're on separate brands and probably that's done for a reason but we never really got a conclusion for Becky and Charlotte, and obviously there was real life stuff going no, on there did. as well. So I mean, I mean, it was real, so it would lend credibility even more so now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't again, bit like bit like Becky Lynch. I don't necessarily need to see her in a world championship or even a championship bout at the moment. The same with Charlotte, even though she's you can overdo just come it. I, I think that that's yeah, just yeah. me, but I I think you can. Hey, sir, how's it going? Uh, I just think it's it's kind of getting repetitious, and people good are word. we're conditioned to get tired of anything. I don't care if it's a good television series. I don't care if it's a good film. If you're not able to at least put some new wrinkles or new twists in it, or at least freshen it up, I, I think I see that as a glaring problem, even with somebody like Charlotte, like Becky. And I think it's it's kind of showing on Raw and SmackDown right now. It's kind of like an in-between point where it's not good, it's not bad, but it's not been great, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does feel like we seem to be having like a two-week turnover in a sense of we'll have these things happen and then we don't have anything for two weeks or the next, so then that happens, that happens, and two weeks we don't have anything and then we have other stuff going on to fill more time. Then, we, then what we were watching four weeks ago then comes back around again it's like a weird stagger going on i think it kind of works though because you know things aren't necessarily all rammed in at the same time in one pay-per-view trying to fit it all i in mean in we're go. used to it if you're watching wwe that that's been their formula so yeah in a weird way it does make sense but it, it can also confuse <laughs> you so and maybe they're doing it by design it's working it's, it's being effective I, i'll tell you i am in the last month or two I, don't get me wrong, there's been some real, like, yeah. But most of it, what's keeping it going for me, as we keep saying every week on this show, is the um, the Bloodline stuff, which we'll get to in a moment. Because normally we talk about SmackDown, and we only talk about one thing, but there's actually quite a lot of stuff happened this past week on SmackDown for us to actually you know, yeah, get there, into. Yeah, there was. Um, I would say we we have we have got to talk about it, but like we got to quickly. I just want to go through some results. Um, but yeah, I think Charlotte needs to. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily need to see Charlotte in the title match right away. 
for me. I would like a bit of. She doesn't a break need it. it. I mean, she's had it fourteen times. Becky's had it enough so far that where it's not going to hurt them. They're already established. Established. They're already stars. They they don't necessarily need any momentum back because they, they can easily get it. It's quite annoying. I think that she, Oscar's oh, go got it. No, I think yeah. Oscar does need it, and Bianca. I think that some of your and some of your younger talent coming up need it. Sure, they need to be in there to get the rub sometimes. But I, I don't even think when you've got an Oscar and a, a EST like Bianca Belair, they, they've been in there long enough now and been successful. They don't even require getting that uh, rub from an, a star like a Charlotte or Becky. Yeah, I mean, you could have her chasing down because what? No, hang on. No, 16 times. So she could chase down her dad's record, couldn't she? You know, obviously, but I mean, again, she could. But again, winning the title and then disappearing, and then she lost it, and then she was gone. And I, that does happen. So that does happen sometimes. I'm not. I'm not. Sometimes you need to have a refresh or whatever. But Charlotte was only back for what two months, and then she was gone. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like they were vignettes. It's not even been vignettes about her. Which, I, by the way, I need to bring that up quickly. We are getting even if somebody somebody like a say for argument's sake a Matt Riddle is not on Raw, we're getting little trailers. We've had trailers of Gargano and stuff, so it's keeping and it Lashley. fresh in people's and Lashley, yeah. So it's keeping it, them fresh. They, yeah, they are still here. We will see them soon. So, and I quite like the uh, the uh, Rhea Ripley's one on Raw this past week was really good. I love that. Like oh, that that music. was great. That, that was cool. So, I and like seeing that. multiple uh, Rhea Ripleys was uh, really that was cool. Me. I like that multiple personality thing possibly going uh-huh. on there. I don't know. I'm loving the. Uh, we'll get on to Raw actually. I won't get there yet. We'll get on to Raw, mate. There's a lot about Judgment Day I want to talk about as well. So I'm sure there's okay, stuff yeah. for you want to talk to about as well. But um, sure. Uh, Oscar was presented with a new SmackDown Women's Championship. We've kind of talked about it. Obviously, Charlotte Flair returned. Um, I think you're probably right. I think a triple threat coming up, possibly Money in the Bank. Maybe that doesn't happen at Money in the Bank. Maybe that happens at. What's after Money in the Bank? SummerSlam, I think. Yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I liked the the Corbin thing. You've already touched upon the free agents stuff. You don't really like it. I'm with you. Um, unless it's like a new talent that's being, like, someone coming in, they might visit all three brands to see where they want to go. I will, I'm will. i accepting of that cause before they sign with a brand. Either stay there or don't. But on top of that, mate, we've got to talk about it now because we're talking about it, but... Seth Rollins apparently is going to NXT next week to answer the challenge for Braun Breaker. I don't know if you're aware no, of this. He is. Um, I, I did hear about it. But I, is- I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm kind of with you. I don't, I don't know that he needs to go face Braun Breaker. I would kind of wait for for Braun Breaker to be on the main roster if you're going to do it. Yeah, if you need to do it. Is maybe this is like a weird sort of on air test to see what Braun Breaker can do against. Maybe. A Seth Rollins, maybe. Um, and why not get a number out of it, I guess? It makes sense in a business sense. But, uh, and they, yeah. they may need a rating. So, hey, who else? You're, you're going to bring a star from what people are seeing more on their or Raw or SmackDown. You bring them yeah. down to NXT. And they, there's a lot of history because Seth, <clears throat> what was he? One of the first, if not inaugural NXT uh, Seth champion? Rollins was the very first NXT champion for that, uh, that particular brand. So, yeah. Um, I mean, they keep talking about the World Heavyweight Championship like, uh, oh, he's the very first. This is a, for me. This is a continuation which we've already talked about on previous episodes. Sarah in the archives, ladies and gents, on SJP World Media. If you want to go yeah, and listen to us and rant about it, uh, check out so many shows on SJP World Media. Um, we have uh, Bailey and Io uh, Sky. I only call it Io Shirai, which she used to be called. 
in the that, that gets you the tongue-tied bank. there. It did, yeah. Uh, but Bailey's now in the Money in the Bank's women's uh, side of things. We've got the. I think both fields are full now, are they? Or are we waiting for one more on SmackDown? I, I think they're both full. I think the on Raw, you know, we had Damian Priest uh, beat Riddle to get the last spot. So I'm I, glad. I think... I'm glad about that actually. To be fair, because I want to see one. I want to see Damian Priest do well to it because I think you know he's had a long run with this Judgment Day and there's some stuff which again we'll talk about in a moment because there's some stuff going on there I think we are starting to see a, a lot of interesting uh, dynamics going on with Damien Priest and the whole Judgment Day uh, group yeah uh, I'm trying to see if I can find the field but I can't find it but yeah but it's going to be interesting with Bailey and EO Sky in the same match um, who will Bailey will expect to be the one to for her to step aside to let her win it so that's going to be an interesting dynamic, you know. And that, that adds a twist. Uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Scarlet blinding AJ Styles uh, with red dust, uh, with Karen Cross then hitting the uh, is it the cross jacket he calls it? Um, yeah, I think kind of like a sleeper hold or something. Yeah, or, so, or uh, maybe more so to Sergeant Slaughter's Cobra Clutch in a way. Kind of reminds um, you of both those. Yeah, submission holds. I wonder if I can find it. I'm going to try and find. I was watching TikTok the other day. Um, I didn't log in because I was in such a rush to get it. I didn't actually get it prepped. I was trying to get this. I don't know whether you've seen this, but it's... Um, wonder if... uh, you do a fantastic just... job, Benny. Yeah, trying to. <laughs> no, you do. Uh, I, I mean, uh, seriously, th- this is hard to do. I want everybody to understand how difficult it is to do these kind of shows. I, I don't think everybody fully comprehends that. I will find it if I can. I think I liked it and saved it. But um, basically, I'll try and find it. If I can, I'll play it. But um, basically, uh, Karrion Cross doing a Jesse Ventura impression. I don't know if you saw it, but it was absolutely... I, I was like, because the video came on, I wasn't looking. I went, it's Jesse... That's not Jesse Ventura. It was Karrion Cross. It was Jesse Ventura. I actually yeah. thought it was. Um, I'll try and find it, but it was absolutely... Um, I can't let me see it on here now. I've got to go... Uh... See it because I, I love Jesse Ventura and, and Karen Cross. To, to hear anybody do any impersonation, I, I'm hooked. Don't tell me you don't have four more reps in you. Come on, Chris. Don't tell me it didn't happen. I was there. Jesse Ventura's here? I was doing tricep extensions in the Gulf of Tonkin. I'm a frogman. So are you, Chris? Come on. <laughs> Whoa, that is it spot was, on, uh, man. I was yeah. absolutely like blown away by it. I was like, oh my God, that's because obviously he's quite a dark character or whatever in mm-hmm. tv so to see a bit of personality his on his mouth is helping his effect too i guess there's something about the way he's positioning his lips i could tell but it was spot on it, you would have envisioned jesse the body ventura they need to have cross do commentary <laughs> like jesse ventura yeah it would it be was, epic it was absolutely it was i was like oh my god my mate uh, i was i was in an xbox like party chat and my mic's on and he could hear me watching this video he goes oh dude you gotta see this he goes this is uh, Karen Cross doing a Jesse Ventura impression. He's like, what? Because I honestly thought that was Jesse Ventura doing it. <laughs> it's really good. And if so, you didn't see Karen Cross, that, that would have been my initial uh, impression. That would have been, you couldn't have been able to tell them apart. Yeah, with it, it, or it, Cross. it was bloody brilliant, to be fair. I enjoyed that big time. Um, uh, it, it was impressive. I mean, I enjoyed it. I was even laughing. I mean, it didn't take me long to crack a smile and start <laughs> just giggling because it was so good. It was a compliment. Yeah, I enjoyed enjoyed it big time. Um, Hang on, let's get through this quickly. Santos Escobar defeated Mustafa Ali. Uh, So we've got Santos Escobar in the Money the Bank uh, match as well. Yeah, we did. Hey, can we talk about that spot just real briefly? Yeah, yeah. You see where 
where uh, Mustafa Ali flipped and landed on the mat, and he drop-kicked Escobar. I, I just got to say, I'm not really for spots all the time, but I will give those guys their just due. That that was pretty amazing athleticism, just like Wade Barrett was uh, alluding to on commentary. You can get too much, can't you? If it, you, know, you, you want it to mean something. Um, so Yeah, you, you, you know. can get too flashy, but I, yeah. I will say that that was uh, one heck of a segment. Uh, good news for the UK fans going to Money in the Bank as well. Butch is going to be in the Money in the Bank uh, ladder match as well, a.k.a. Pete Dunne. Um, to be honest, mate, I already called my shot a couple about a week or so ago. I thought LA Knight, based on what happened on Raw, which again, like we'll talk about in a moment, we've got to get through the Bloodline stuff yet. Um, but... It's, I'm actually struggling now because there's so many ways this could go. And I'm even thinking it would be very interesting, which we'll get into in a, mo- in a, in a on the Raw side of things, if Damien Priest won it. I'll leave it at that for now and we'll talk about that. We'll come back around to that in a moment. Um, yeah, fascinating. I, I can't wait to dive into that one more. Um, Butch obviously defeated Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin got distracted by the NXT champion. Um, allegedly, even though he didn't do anything. Um, but um, he starts having a go at yeah. Butch backstage. And what I really loved about this was Cameron Grimes laid out Corbin backstage, out of nowhere, Cameron Grimes. And Cameron Grimes, two, three weeks ago, said, when he comes back to SmackDown, let me deal with him. And he freaking did. And I'm like, he go did. on, Cameron Grimes. I, I, was, I was like, I He's a man of his work. He is, absolutely. Um, uh, we'll get to the chat in a moment, guys. I can see you. Don't worry, I can see you. We'll get to you. Um, uh, Pierce announced so this week on Smackdown there's going to be a uh, a gauntlet match for the uh, tag team num- so to become tag team number one contenders for the tag team titles right. I'm trying to say um, uh, we had an impromptu main event on Raw didn't we uh, obviously we'll get to, we might as well talk about it now quickly the uh, Smackdown uh, tag team champion Sami Zayn and KO defended against uh, well not uh, to Ludwig Kaiser and uh, uh, Gunter because of um, Giovanni being injured last week uh, backstage, so um, I don't. Really, I think this is a kayfabe thing, but I, you know, I'm not sure. It, it may be. It may be just a way to kind of get him off TV a week. I'm not sure if he's how legitimate if he is injured. I, I think it may just be a work to kind of get him off t- TV. Yeah, yeah, it, may, it makes. Uh, do, do you know what though? Hopefully, I'm because you never know. Just sometimes they play into it, don't they? So, um, but I'm hoping oh, it's do. just part of you know the whole Matt Riddle thing. I hope, so why too. I, I hope he's not hurt. Yeah, I, I didn't check actually. To be fair, I should have. <laughs> well, I think no, I, yeah. I, I took it as a kayfabe. You know, it's just because of game off TV, and it then plays into what. I think happens. we would have heard of something. So I think you're you're correct. I think it's yeah. got to be kayfabe. I, I would have thought something would have came out by now. Um, and that's pretty much it. What happened on SmackDown? I actually enjoyed SmackDown overall. It was a good SmackDown show. was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Let's get into the the main bulk of what was going on on SmackDown in terms of the Jey Uso bloodline stuff, which we love on this show. Let's face it. Um, I was very surprised. We do. Um, I was very surprised that the um, show kicked off with Paul Heyman and Solo in the ring. I was waiting for this to be maybe a bit, maybe the second segment, maybe. But it's a good. It was a brilliant way to start the show. I mean, what did you think? I, it was a, an, a great way to begin it. I mean, why not? Uh, you don't always have to hold off on the bloodline content till to finish out your programming. So I, I was all for it. Oh, LA Knight, yeah, we, we're big fans <laughs> of uh, Mr. Knight. 
um, but so basically, Paul Heyman is basically off. Uh, I, I, now, this was obviously probably done intentionally, but it seemed very cheesy and very manipulative towards, oh, Roma wants to groom you to be the next tribal chief. Oh, and to prove this, we're gonna, we've managed to orchestrate a United States Championship match for you. Totally kissing Jay's ass. Um, I love oh, this. Oh, Heyman was there. He's yeah. up for something. <laughs> what a surprise. Um, I'll tell you what, when you shake that bloke's hand, make sure you check your pockets because he's probably got your wallet. Um, but <laughs> um, You'll need to wash your hands. Oh, well, get some of that Purell, as you guys call it. Um, this. <laughs> It's um, basically Jay says, "Oh, I'll take the uh, I'll take the United States Championship match, but for the other stuff, I'll catch you later." And walks out the ring, which got a really good pop actually. And Paul Heyman's face again. Paul Heyman sold it brilliantly. So his, his was, expressions, yes, hundred percent. Um, and then obviously we'll fast forward later on. We have so Jay Uso taking on Austin Theory. Now we talked about a little bit last week about the suspending the disbelief last week. Um, for a moment in this match, I thought Jey Uso was going to do it. I genuinely believed it. I was starting to believe as that match went on that we were going to see a new United States champion. I mean, what did you think about it, the whole sort of match, quickly, before we talk about the I other story it, elements? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good match, just some uh, brief highlights. It, they did tell a, a pretty decent story of Jey Uso looking like he was going to become the, uh, the next and new United States uh, champion. Uh, I, I don't know that I quite would go with that. I, I thought, therefore, it was going to be a reality. I mean, they, they did a good enough job, but I, that's where I would just slightly disagree. But, hey, yeah. overall, still a good match. I, I like what they did. I mean, Austin Theory, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of anyways. Yeah, same, 100%. Um, it was just that moment of, like, now nah, they won't do it. Hmm, could they? And I I like when I get sort of, like, in my own head, I'm like, yes, they will. No, they won't. Yes, they will. No, they won't. Because it becomes a lot more entertaining. And then when, obviously, what went down with um, uh, the new tag team, I forget what they what they uh, what they called again. The uh, pretty deadly, pretty deadly, um, coming in. To, they, I like this pairing of Austin Theory and Pretty Deadly. I actually like that That's as a. Bad. I actually like that. Um, that could be because they're they're all a bit. I mean, Pretty Deadly are the, like a little bit more, but they're all kind of got that poser, like you know, I'm I'm the best or I'm the look at me type sort of thing going on. Yeah, um, it's it's all about me and uh, what, what I can do. But yeah, Austin Theory. Normally, I would go, hey, I, I like him better just uh, being by himself alone. But with Pretty Deadly, it, it's been a pretty good combination. Yeah, I just thought quickly. I'm not saying I by no stretch am I comparing them to the, the great tag team and the great world champions that they were and stuff. But in the early days, I could... A bit, Edge and Christian... I'm not saying Edge and Christian were pretty deadly, but I can see a comparison there, whether it's just me, I don't know. But in with, with the kazoo days and the benefit of the photography hair. and all that kind of stuff. And then them teaming with Kurt Angle. Now, by no stretch am I comparing Austin Theory to Kurt Angle. But having that dynamic, I feel like you could have a similar... like them. T- just that whole dynamic of those three, I think, could be really good going forward. Um, it could be entertaining. I, I think there, yeah. there's so much potential. That, that's why they caught up pretty deadly. And yeah, now you, you add Austin Theory. I mean, he even though he's still relatively new, he's had enough experience now on the main roster. He can carry those guys, and they can help him out. To, you know, give him the big assist. 
Yeah, and I think it'd be a great. Again, like I said, I'm just kind of trying to think of a, a comparison. But I used to, I used to laugh, even though they were like heels. I used to laugh at Edge and Christian and Kurt Angle back in the day. You know, you know that early 2000s. Oh, it was great you know, stuff. When they, yeah, well, I mid do 2000s, Yeah, um, I enjoyed that. So yeah. Um, ultimately pretty deadly get involved jay's got to kind of fight them off and then jimmy comes out to a big pop no music just running out uh, tries to help his brother out uh, ultimately then solo gets in the ring trying to hit this samoan spike jay jumps on solo and basically stops him from doing it and then solo pushes off jay and then jimmy's then free and then tries to super kick solo but ends up super kicking jay uso and smackdown goes off the air with obviously we still Austin Theory still United States champion, which ultimately is the right decision. I'm not going to dispute that title at all. Um, <laughs> we'll get to the chat in a minute, um, but um, Jay kind of and um, but then Jay kind of looking like he may stay with the bloodline. Paul Heyman smiling about it, but also Jay did say, "If I'm in the bloodline, you're not going to be Paul Heyman." So no, he did but, backstage, yeah, mm. before. So, but yeah, it was really interesting. Roman Reigns is going to be there this week. We've got tag team turmoil going on, um, and that's all I really know. What's happening on SmackDown? I, mean, I, I love, I love waking is up. Is the unification match uh, occurring this week, or is that in a couple weeks? The one between the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Aladdin Albafire and uh, Rousey and Baszler. Is that happening this week, I, or is that next? week? I think that yeah. might be next week. I could be wrong, but I think that's next okay. week. I don't know why they're unifying them. I don't know why they're unifying the See, NXT. I would think NXT would need some women's tag team titles. It's not like they their whole division's uh, depleted. Just no offense yeah. to uh, Fire Don. So they should I, relinqu. Why can't they just relinquish them and have a tournament down in NXT for them? Why is it going to be? I don't know what's going on there. I don't. I don't really See, understand that. See, this is going to sound bad, but uh, to me, that uh, Benny, what you said actually makes sense. Here, here's why I'm getting a little negative and not trying to sound hypocritical or disrespectful. No, no, but it's not. like, what, what are we doing? You know, it's just yeah. I don't, I don't really get it to be honest with you, but no, it, 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 I because I, I don't watch NXT. I don't know what the roster's like, but I was under the impression they had quite a deep roster, men and women tag teams and you know singles. So maybe they I, haven't. I believe they did. Yeah, maybe I'm incorrect in my observation because I don't get a chance to watch it all the time. I'm like you if I catch clips here or there or read yeah. up on anything in XT regarding we're, it. We're going to have to expand the um, in the corner we, we may team need to. and uh, have uh, have an NXT uh, show as well. Maybe at some point when we got a bit more, maybe we need to hire somebody else, Tyler, to do that for us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we we need to do uh, we need to uh, have like our own personal NXT insider that can. Help keep Pop us in up and to help. date on yeah, these things. I, that is a bloody great idea. We're going to have to put out uh, applications. I actually had a great idea. Yeah. I, I did. I can't believe it. Maybe than your once fickle in t-shirt. a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Tyler has peaked, ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's, um... <laughs> that's my plateau. I, I'm, I'm done for. See ya. <laughs> uh, let's go to the uh, the chat because it has been going as we've been talking about SmackDown. SmackDown, I really did enjoy, actually, to be honest. Um, yeah, pretty uh, good show overall. Raw this week was uh, actually with Raw. I kind of watch the first part of it, which is like the first hour or so, and then I go and do something else, and I come back to it because it is too long. Still, I will moan about that to the end of time. Yeah, it's lengthy. It's just yeah, pay per view and special draft episodes. I loved it when they did that, but now again, I will moan. You know, 
Raw is too long. I need to have that on a t-shirt. Sorry, if you're still in the chat. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we need to market Raw is too long. And, hey, I, I can't wait to uh, discuss how I wasn't a big fan of this week's Raw. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Dan Griffin uh, crosses Jesse Ventura impression is the best thing he's done since coming back to WWE. <laughs> uh, well, it's hard so to argue. That's a math. I think he means that's amazing, even. Uh, <laughs> LA Knight, yeah. Uh, so Dan Griffin is calling LA Knight winning the money in the bank. I am 70% now saying LA Knight is winning it. I think possibly any other lot is Damian Priest. I'm torn now. I'm, I'm still... Yeah. but They've done a great job drawing interest in Damian Priest now, more so. Not, not just LA Knight, which I think is good, because I, I think... To be honest, the headlines, and roughly so, have been always rumored that L.A. Knight's going to be the, the guy to win it, but that shouldn't always be the case. I think you throw the bait out there and we all take it, and then you give us a Damian Priest, you give us some of these other competitors that you make it where, hey, these guys have a shot too. It's not just a, a one-man gig here. Yeah. Uh, Dan Griffin, I miss Cameron Grimes' beard. I remember him with the beard. He looks, he did look a bit weird. He was very fresh faced when he came up to SmackDown. I don't know how long he's not had a no, beard. No, he before. did. What what happened to his beard? I mean, it, 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 he was. I'm from the South. He was a Carolina guy. <laughs> he was hairy. I, you know, I, I can relate. I, I try to shame mine. People's like, okay, we missed the the facial hair. So <laughs> Bring I it guess back. my face. My, my face scares them enough to, to where they just, hey, please have something to cover it. Uh, that, that's what we're, we're trying to say. Uh, they, people love me when I had a face mask on during COVID, so it was uh, now they hate me again. Uh, Dan Griffin, <laughs> but he loved tag team turmoil. Uh, what I a transition. Like a, I do like a tag team turmoil match as well. Uh, the worst part about Pretty Deadly at the moment is I'm seeing Austin Theory. What is wrong with Austin Theory, Dan Griffin? Put it in the chat, man. Dan uh, Griffin is not a fan. No, apparently so, according to Sai, uh, based on that yeah, comment. Yeah, I would assume, Cy so. agrees. Uh, Austin Theory is one of wrestling's many questionable characters. Each Nick their Griffin own. has a lot of Austin Theory hate. I can respect his opinion. Uh, maybe we ought to get Dan the I hate Austin Theory shirt or something. I'm not a fan. Quite maybe possibly, he hates a possibly, too yeah. steep, but I, I'm just not a, a supporter. That, that's fair, go. though. Each their own. I'm liking what he's been very sporadic lately but i am quite liking i do like this as i've already said this um combination of pretty deadly and austin theory i think this is it has potential as you said is probably the best thing uh i think it's really yeah, good a lot of talent i mean but between all three of those guys yeah 100 percent. yeah what was this google austin theory speaking out speaking out about what he brings a sport Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> he brings the sport to Jimmy Savage. It's, uh, it's getting a bit. Uh, maybe there's something else going on there that I'm not aware of. Okay. Well, uh, well, he's innocent until proven guilty. We'll leave it at that. Let's move on to Raw before we go down that rabbit hole. Too maybe, much. maybe, maybe we should uh, move on. That, that's good. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Raw talking points. Um, so obviously, you know, money in the bank's coming up. It's going to be in the UK. My nose is itching right on air. Thank you. Um, Thank you, allergies. It uh, could very well be. It could be the chlorine from the pool where I was swimming earlier, uh, I guess. Chlorine, yeah. <laughs> or chlorine. They're, they're both guilty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I called this, but, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll talk about it quickly. Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio is actually happening at Money in the Bank. Now, I do believe we are going to see Dominic Mysterio go over on Cody due to outside interference, or Cody could win and then Brock is going to attack. The one thing I want to give a 95% assurance on, I think, is that Brock Lesnar will be at Money in the Bank. 
I think Lesnar's got to be because, you know, Cody's promo. He's saying that, that Brock is scared of him. He doesn't have the cojones or however you want to say it, our lower regions. Uh-oh, we went a little bit deep there. Talking about getting deep. <laughs> anyways, uh, I'm getting back to regular scheduled programming. Shout out to Josh's program. But anyways, it's just that's the thing. I think we're going to have to see Brock Lesnar appear or maybe even a tease of it. Uh, Rhea probably will get involved. Maybe not with Dominic. I'm actually not mad that you said Dominic needs to get uh, needs to not, he's, he's over. Trust me. I was going to say, get over. I mean, go over Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Cause as much as I like Cody returning and he does need a win, I, I don't think wins or losses are hurting him because he's so popular. It's like Dominic too. So that's kind of a hard one to pick, but I, I can actually see Dominic maybe getting the win there. I, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm coming at it from left field, right field, home plate, <laughs> and a baseball, comparisons who knows yeah, yeah no i agree i think we are going to see uh, and dan griffin in the chat highly likelihood of shenanigans in cody versus dom yeah so even if brock doesn't turn up we've still got rhea ripley ringside more than likely and we've still got judgment day there so i dominate's on a bit of a winning streak at the moment i don't think he's lo- he hasn't had many matches in fairness but in the matches he has had in the last month i think he's beaten he beat xavier woods didn't he um Again. i think so he's beat xavier woods and i can't Outside. remember who else he defeated but he, he's doing really well. Yeah, outside interference, obviously. Rhea Ripley, Mummy, and all that kind of stuff going it's on. It's got to so. be, because if you're going to be uh, the, the next incarnation of Latino Heat, and and he's going to have Mummy, Rhea Ripley, there's got to be the shenanigans. There's got to be the outside interference, because that's what makes him such a lying, cheating heel. I mean, you got to. Yeah, have. yeah. I, that's why people boo him. I boo him to... Um, to and um, it's tremendous. I, I know we talk about it, but we can't help but bring it up. I mean, he's he's finally able to get his words out in his promo, but it's still very difficult because, man, the people are right on him. As soon as he picks up the mic, it's just like it's so he's, loud. Doesn't have to pick, he, they can just see him reaching for the mic and he's start booing, mm-hmm. don't they? Yes. Um, yeah, actually, no, you're correct, even before he gets the microphone. Yeah, uh, I've, I've, I've enjoyed it. Um, uh, well, so like I said, if you got Rhea Ripley out there, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it yeah. makes everything better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, again, I don't necessarily mind. I We talked about the bouts at the top of the show, but like the new women's championship, world women's champion, I don't mind the name of that at all. I just wish. Does I it, wish does, it was more clear to us. Well, just the bout designs more than anything that's annoyed me because. Uh-huh. The negative way of looking at it, it's just a smaller version of the World Championship. Now, again, like I said at the top of the show, does that... Oh, chat, what do you think? Um, does that elevate yeah, it? Yeah, help so us it, out so in it, the chat. So, it, so does, does those bouts being the same looking make it more... So when the women's... You know, they're like this in terms of heavyweight championships, men or male or female, does it make it the same importance? But it just could have been something different, you know? And different design. Maybe- kind of their inclination uh, maybe trying to give the women just as much reference because we have heard the criticisms and and you, you brought up a a fantastic point i, I must uh yeah you know give, give you a lot of credit even <clears throat> though uh that, that pains me because uh Mate, know, when i first uh, saw it don't get me wrong when i first saw it i was like can we just have a different bout you know can we have a different design but i don't mind the names and stuff like i said but also obviously not calling it smackdown and not calling it raw championship or whatever if again, if the draft happens and Rear ends up, say Rear is still champion by then, say Rear and Oscar swap shows, you have the WWE sure. Women's Champion on Raw and you have the World Champion on SmackDown. So it doesn't, 
it doesn't go. Why is the SmackDown Women's Champion on Raw? <laughs> you know, and, and maybe and maybe you just answer what we're having the debate about. Now that I think about it, maybe that's why they don't want to worry about brands as much. And I, I don't know if you you caught it. I was trying to give you a little tease there, where I'm going. It pains me to give you too much credit because I agreed with you. But you know, I don't know if you <laughs> caught that earlier. But, but Benny, you ought to know our relationship. He he puts up with me. Now he's going to fire me after this goes off. So. Uh, you've had more P45s than me over the last year. Uh, I'm glad that they moved away from all the top four belts looking the same. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose it's... Uh, uh, well, that's what, that's a positive, you know. We'll talk about the decent, world. especially in the new, with the with the white strap. Yeah, again, I just... I'm, did it need to be a carbon copy I of mean, the main cool. men's belt? Yeah, they do. I don't... But, you know. but I know what you're saying, though. They, they don't need to look like exactly like the men. If they're going to be a women's division, you want it to stick out as something significant to the to them. That's I guess yeah. what I'm trying to imply, you know. Yeah. Um one of my favorite matches this week on Raw was Bronson Reed versus Ricochet. I'm into Bronson Reed's uh look, his uh the way he is and stuff. Uh but I'm not saying it's a mismatch, but you like. I thought it was a really good match. Now, ultimately, we end up having a disqualification via Shinsuke and actually costing Ricochet the match. So that's quite good to get uh, Bronson Reed back on track after losing his Money in the Bank uh, qualifying match. Uh, I mean, what do you think of the match? I I, I really enjoyed this, and I I, re- you know, I recommend if you don't watch it, give Bronson Reed a look. Definitely, I, I think he's a. Uh, I think he's really good at the moment. I like Bronson Reed. Uh, the stuff he does in the ring is impressive, and Ricochet as well. This is going to sound harsh. I was—I'm not as crazy about this kind of creative with Bronson Reed and Ricochet or or Nakamura. I, I think you know Nakamura on Bron- you know against Bronson Reed next week for Raw is going to be pretty good, or at least that's my intentions, my hopes. I just—I want to see Bronson Reed. Not—he doesn't have to be against a big monster. We just saw it with Lashley. Uh, you know, and you get the kind of the Rey Mysterio type deal with uh, with Ricochet. I just, I don't know. I They're kind of throwing me off with how, not just with the women's belts and men's belts, but some of the creative going into Bronson Reed. Uh, I admire what he's able to do. I, I just, I want him to be nastier. I guess maybe it's not so much the opponents as it's his presentation. I just want Bronson Reed. I think he can be more of a monster than what he's doing. I agree. That, that's just where I'm I'm coming at it from. In, in the grand scheme of things, I, I agree with you 100%. I just, uh, the match I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching it, but I think he does no, need and, to be and more it's of fair. a. Yeah, yeah. He needs to be more of a monster and more of a. Because I, I, when I hear his music, I'm, I'm not quite got to the Kane level yet, but like, it's like, oh, here we go. Um, and I want to see. I mean, him you know, business is going to pick up, like JR says, but to yeah. your point, it's not like when Kane Undertaker or. Or some, yeah, you know, day, yeah, you knew yeah. somebody was going to get <laughs> just get theirs. Or, or Austin, even though he wasn't a monster, just the three sixteen. Now we're going way back. I'm showing her my age now, or our age. What, what's going on? We better stop. Um, we're not as old as Cy, though. Hey, uh, there. We, <laughs> uh, we love you, Cy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Cody Rhodes did have a match against the Miz. He's still wearing the cast on his arm. I just want to get out of there. Um, it was a good opening match. I, I haven't really got much to say about it. Um, well, it, it, it was all right. I mean, it, it, it served its purpose. I mean, nothing against Miz or Cody. I, I still didn't fall in love with it, but I, I admit they had to do it. I, I think what kind of ruined it for me is 
the way Miz was getting the cheap shot, which was okay, but I felt like that got a little force. I, I much rather prefer just Dominic and Rhea having that segment with Cody and then maybe Miz doing that in the match later on. But, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, no, I, 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 just, I, I guess that's kind of what I was examining, if I'm going to be honest with everybody. Yeah, they could have done it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, because uh, so Miz got in the ring as they were trying to. It seemed like they mistimed it as well. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah, and, and maybe it went longer as why. They yeah, had to... yeah. Um, so maybe that's why Miz had to do what he did. But it did seem to be the finish of the promo was good. You know, we we end up having Dominic Mysterio getting another cheap shot in as well, and or attempting to. So yeah, I, I, I look... didn't mind that. I mean, no. if you're going to build to a match, Dominic needs to get another cheap shot or Cody retaliate, or, or maybe it's good to keep him away, to your point, and, and really build this thing. I, I'm all for it. And I, nothing against the Miz. I, I've grown to be a big admirer of the Miz. It's just, I don't know. And I, I get you have to continue what happened last week, but it just felt like, like you say, maybe there was a, a time management issue there where he had to yeah, do so the run-in, I'm sure. Yeah. Watch the start of Raw, ladies and gents, because it, it seemed to me like there was a missed time somewhere in there, or Miz was late. Maybe that was the plan all along. Maybe Miz was meant to attack Cody, and it was, it, bit, it, it was just a bit off time. Maybe Miz was a bit late, or they or they were supposed to say something, and they didn't, and then Miz was like, oh, crap, I better run out there. And, but anyway. Um, but Cody Rhodes got the win. I don't expect it any other way, really, to be honest, at the minute. I mean, um, you, you got to keep him uh, rolling on Raw, at least, <clears> I think. That way... In premium live events, he could possibly take losses. I mean, because somebody brought up something very important, I think, listening to Bruce Pritchard's podcast. You know, like us all, Benny, we, we've all been uh, guilty of this. We we put so much into wins and losses, but at the end of, end of the day, it's all about entertaining us as an audience. So I, I think we, we put a, almost too much merit. I mean, I, I do agree you want to give it a sports feel where they mean something. But in the same sense or regard... It's not always about that. I mean, we, it goes back to our Austin Theory discussion. Check it out in the archives. That's a shout-out to my, my good friend, the host, Benny Mack, who really got me lit up and inspired the, the Go Fickle Me movement. It's not just a shirt. The In the Corner Go <laughs> Fickle movement. Me movement. The, screw politics. Screw what's going on in your country. Don't do that. Don't take my advice. That's, that's the wrong advice. I'm just saying for the sake of getting merchandise, there's a lot of great merchandise. I, I've got to plug what you're doing because this guy deserves it. He's over like Rover. I mean, he, he's on a dominant Mysterio type level. It's incredible. Uh, I'm, I'll grow a mullet and be Latino heat for in the corner. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I, I want to hear that accent, like, you know, doing it with oh, Latino no heat. Go to UK. Yeah, do it. Come on. But uh, we better, we better uh, transition. But leave it to me to get it off the rails, you know. That, that's no, it's fine. Um, can't remember where we were, to be honest. Oh, um, well, I'm going to mention them because I keep wanting to mention them every week, and I haven't seen much of them. And we've obviously seen a lot of squash matches and stuff. But... Um, in Desheer, we should mention, they are sort of lurking around the background of Raw. They're having like short matches. they got Jinder Mahal with them, a former WWE champion. Um, there isn't a lot to say about them at the moment, other than they are literally being a no. team that is just dominating whoever's in the ring with them. And they're, uh, they're destroying the competition. Uh, the only thing, there's not much to really break down in their matches or storyline, like you're saying, they're just good background. It's a good way probably to propel them having Jinder Mahal associated. It's yeah. just the whole India connection. You know, they're all from India or of Indian descent. And 
And it's a good way to reprogram these guys. Maybe that's what it is. It's a good restart. They they had to go to NXT, then they're back on the main roster in this uh, form, and and you've got gender with them. So that's all I really equate it to. I mean, they beat down um, Sean Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, didn't they, a few weeks ago? That yeah, was their they first, did. like, real, like, main roster people because they were fighting, like, or going against local enhancement talent. talent. Enhancement yeah. talent, yeah. No, no, no disrespect to them. but No, no yeah. disrespect at all, but it wasn't like it was a Sean Benjamin or a Cedric Alexander, to be fair, because those guys, like I say, main roster guys, I, I'll tell you what, I, I get why they have to use Sean Benjamin in this role, even Cedric Alexander, but it's such a shame. I mean, these guys are just, they could be main eventers, even upper mid-carters, and they have been, especially Sean Benjamin. I just think, what a waste. I mean, I, yeah. I've got to be, I got to be real. It's just, that's the, the frustrating thing. That, that's where a little bit of negativity is for <laughs> Sean Benjamin. I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I know it's a good way to get these guys over, but in the same sense, it's like, yeah, maybe I contradict myself. It's just, it's kind of funny. Uh, I just, uh, it, it, sometimes you think, oh, that was crap. Oh, actually, that was quite good. And then you kind of, and you break it down into the, yeah, into when the you think about or, it a yeah, little more, it's yeah. like, and maybe, maybe I shouldn't feel bad for Sean Benjamin. He's had a great career. A lot of guys are, it's like Ziggler. You think maybe they're getting buried. They're not. Maybe we're wrong about Corbin, even though it looks, because that was the only other point I would go to. I know we're talking Raw with SmackDown is I like how the, at least they're going to continue the storylines with NXT. So it made sense to bring up Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams because of the issues and Baron Corbin attacking him a few weeks ago. So I'm kind of glad it, it does have its, its positives with the negatives. So it's not all bad. I, I want to yeah. point that out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. Uh, just so I mentioned, cause we haven't really mentioned them to be fair. They've just, they are lurking in the background of raw. Really. There's not much to report other than they might be having a match against, um, Shelton and Cedric some t- somewhere down the road. They were offering them a real match is their words. Um, after they beat them down when they were supposed to have a match, trying to make a statement, which is they're basically a tag team making a statement at the moment, aren't they? They want to, but yeah, how long that lasts? You're pushing them. You're you're uh, you're trying to showcase what they're able to do, and uh, you finally get them in there with a a really good team, or at least a a pretty decent one, uh, guys that have experience and that are able to make them shine even more. Excuse me, or or just even if they they look imposing, they're it's not like it's a complete squash match. There's actually, it's competitive. Make it competitive. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what they could do against somebody who actually fights back, essentially, you know. I, I know, actually defends themselves. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're, so. we're not, no pushovers. This this ain't me from nowhere in Tennessee. And no, no offense, because I'm from Tennessee, but it ain't like <laughs> I'm, it, it's me in there or some, uh, some other guy. Now, you talk about their, their enhancement talent. I would be the job guy. I would lay down for the pin. It would be like Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash again, the finger poke oh, of doom. God. Just poke me, you know. Yeah. I mean, as bad as that was, that would be me in reality. Hey, this is hey, this is the creative they gave me. <laughs> I'm changing it. I'm just going to lay here and – no. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, I just you made me thought think of something you said about it being the worst thing. In terms of like, I mean, I, I don't expect maybe the chat can answer. I don't know. Maybe people listen to the podcast. Go to at in the corner WWE on Twitter. Which is the worst wrestling moment out of these two? The finger poke of doom is what you mentioned, Nash and Hogan, or the Shockmasters uh, debut. <laughs> <laughs> which wow. is the worst that, that, that's two that's two bad ones and and i love fred ottman <laughs> who was also a tugboat uh but he and bless his heart he still gets down the road and it wasn't necessarily all his fault to creative with respect to dusty Rhodes, maybe that's 
who was doing WCW's uh, creative at the time. But that was just so bad. Him trying to go through that wall and then just, uh, just oh, man, everything fell apart. And, and that was just, that lives on because you got YouTube, you got all the, the Internet. And I mean, it's was, just yeah, one of those yeah. moments. And, and now, and, and they're both pretty bad for different reasons. So that, that's actually a good one. I don't know which one would. I would think worse. as bad as Hogan and Nash is. I don't know. Shockmaster is up there. That, that's, that's still, I, I don't know, though. It, it's still maybe a tie every that's time kind of I want to give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Let's get back to that. I'm going to have to kind of yeah, reevaluate. Yeah. Might try and put that. I'll put that on Twitter. Maybe for next week's show. Maybe we'll get there. You go. People can help us out. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, Dan Griffin based back based back on what our title conversation earlier. Uh, it's always going to though in terms of the bouts being the same uh, for the ease of mark- making replicas and selling them. So that you know, I get it from a business standpoint. It makes perfect sense because obviously you don't know which belt is going to be popular and then you can just make a slightly smaller one to the big, you know, so yeah, it can I, vary. I get it. Uh, I get it. Um, but hey, I appreciate these points and comments because it, it does kind of help us kind of, uh, you know, look at things differently, even if uh, we bring up uh, certain viewpoints. Um, let's go on to Becky. Lynch. Unfortunately, I think I might be with you on this in terms of some things. Um, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find a match here to end on a positive of the show because obviously I don't want to be the show ending necessarily on negative. But Right. Becky Lynch uh, defeating Chelsea Green. It is what it is. That's by submission. You know, I didn't expect it any other way. But the no. promo beforehand with uh, Zoe Stark, I oh, didn't, didn't... That did not resonate. It didn't hit well, I don't think. And I don't... Um, I mean, what did you think, Tyler? Because I'm struggling to find words for this at the moment. Well, I, and I kind of jumped the gun there because you can tell right away. I'm, I think yeah. we're both in, in, in agreement, at least I'm assuming, speculating. Uh, Zoe Stark, very talented in the ring. But this is where Trish was missed, or somebody. Yeah. Uh, somebody that could be a mouthpiece. You didn't really realize it till, But I, I felt sorry for her because it's not even coming at her just to attack her. That's not it. That's not my agenda. I've got nothing but admiration for Zoe Stark, and I, I don't mind her going against Becky Lynch. I just think, man, it puts you at a disadvantage already when you get Becky out there talking anyways. And then Zoe, I know, had to respond, but I almost rather she respond by just attacking her and they brawl than even yeah. getting this promo. It just Because yeah. it, it did her no favors, and then you had Chelsea come out, which makes sense because, you know, she's going to be the opponent. To me, Sonya... Helps out Chelsea, even though Chelsea's okay. She's not a yeah, great yeah. talker. Zonya has got better. But that's what I'm saying. Even if Trish has been underwhelming as far as competing, she's a pretty darn decent mouthpiece. And she, even if she's not as good as Becky on the mic, talking about Stratus, <clears throat> at least she could have helped out uh, Zoe Sark. I realize she couldn't be there all the time. And they, they, you've got to let some of these young talent grow and hit certain bullet points and, and let them try. And I think maybe that was just her test, but boy, uh, she failed. And uh, I hate to say it. I hate to, you know, yeah, end no, it I, in a negative, I, but, but I mean, it, it was just terrible. It, it didn't help the match with Chelsea green and Becky Lynch. And, and it didn't help the interaction between Stark and Becky Lynch, even though, you know, Stark was not involved with Chelsea green and Deville other than, you know, there was, well, I'll take it back. There was a little confrontation as they were coming down toward the ring. Yeah, the um, bit where Zoe Stark kind of went, Ugh, like, is I'm going to have you. <laughs> type to thing. But and even Chelsea that Gre- was bad. 
Yeah, yeah it was. It was because the problem with that was that Ch- Chelsea Green didn't react. And what should have happened, if so, maybe that wasn't scripted, I don't know. But when Zoe Stark did that, Chelsea Green should have gone, oh, and Sonny Deville maybe stepped between them. Or, yeah, nothing. what they should have done, what they should have done, Zoe Stark's in the Money in the Bank uh, women's match, and so is Becky. We obviously know there's a problem here. We also know that obviously it's Trish and Zoe and Becky. There's a whole thing going on, and that's fine. Instead of having Zoe Stark cut that promo, I think you're right. She, uh, I don't think you're right. I know you're right. She either missioned Trish or somebody to talk for her. I'm not saying down the line she can't cut a decent promo because I think she will get there. But at the moment, having somebody just have her be the lack of a better way of saying it, have her Zoe Stark be the muscle, be the person that beats down the opponents, be, beats down for Trish, there you go. does Trish's bidding. Um, what they could have done instead, obviously it's hindsight, it's 2020. Um, but Chelsea Green comes out, they start having the match, they might lock up a little bit, do a little bit of thing. Becky maybe throws Chelsea out the ring, and then you know the crowd are going, yeah, Becky, or whatever, and then Zoe Stark's music comes on. And Zoe Stark just stands at the top of that top of that ramp, and he doesn't necessarily have to get involved, doesn't necessarily have to do anything after the match, just stand there and be menacing. And then the match ends, Shrek. and then... And just and just do that because cut that promo uh, again. Maybe we missed something. Maybe they missed something. I don't know. It just didn't resonate. It didn't click. It's, it didn't click at all. You're 100. Well, right. here's um, another thing, Benny. Just real quickly, going to the point of Zoe Stark and Becky Lynch's promo segment on Raw. Maybe people can have chemistry in the ring. I mean, we we still got to wait and see if that's a thing between Zoe and uh, Becky Lynch. But and maybe it just doesn't relate as good or as well on promos Uh, I I think you might be right to be honest with you mate you might be right Uh, hopefully that will get better Um, Uh, we we can hope Uh, and and like we both stated we're we're fans of both uh, Zoe Stark and Becky Lynch especially Zoe Stark but whether it was on the creative for WWE it was on Zoe and Becky or Zoe herself I'm not placing blame on anybody it just that's that's our intention. It will improve because it, it, yeah, yeah. I think this was her first time at least cutting one on the main roster. She's done a bit of backstage stuff, I think. I don't think she's done oh, much okay. in yes, the she's ring. Done but, interviews and backstage, yeah, yeah, but not much really. But it didn't help when Chelsea Green didn't like wince when Zoe uh, you know, Stark came at her. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. fake out. Yeah, because that would have been perfect. Because Chelsea Green would have sold that perfectly, like. Like proper like scream and then it's but, like yeah. she didn't catch it or didn't care and then they, they kind of walked on by and it made it worse yeah so exactly like, okay. so it made her look not not i don't want to do the vince man thing but it didn't make yeah. her look strong at all like oh yeah whatever love if, if anything yeah. zoe stark should have beat chelsea green down for not flinching okay you didn't flinch because you don't know who i am fine here we go this is who i am so Again, it just i it, i don't think it helped it hindered definitely um and it could have been done a lot better but again we're two guys on a podcast, and hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, we are. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and mine's probably twenty forty, even with glasses. <laughs> so, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let, let's do. Let's do a little bit of a positive. I, I've been. I've, I was. In, I don't know about you. You probably. I don't know where you're at with it, but I'm quite enjoyed the Alpha Academy trying to get Maxine Dupree ready for a wrestling match backstage and trying to do the arm drag and stuff like that and. That weirdly, it's kind of breathed new life into this Alpha Academy team 
having Maxime yeah, Dupree. And it was, it's gone a different way than we thought because we thought initially, I mean, it might still happen. It might cause issues between, because all of a sudden Chad Gable and Maxine Dupree are starting to like get on. Whereas obviously she was enamored by Otis. Otis, sorry. Yeah, uh, Otis. By yeah. <laughs> so, but I quite like this. Uh, I like, and obviously the, the stuff she was wearing was very Alpha Academy-esque as well. So I, I'm quite liking what I saw from it. Um, and Ch- Chad Gable getting a much-deserved win finally against uh, Eric um, from the uh, uh, War Raiders. Uh, so... I mean, the match was a match. I'm not going to say the match was amazing, but I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the the entertainment side of it. And I also enjoy, I love the because Chad Gable, we give him so much praise to. He's really good in the ring, and it still shows now. I mean, that re- roll reverse into that German suplex he does. It was it was amazing. The transition because he makes it look so easy, and that's such a hard move to do. I would imagine. I don't wrestle, but just watching. I mean, are you enjoying the Alpha New Alpha Academy? It's again. I, I am. I, Okay, I, mean, I, was, I, I, I wasn't like, sure. Yeah, I like Chad Gable. I, I like some of the entertainment stuff. I'm not going to get too uh, too grumpy on everybody. I, I do like uh, <laughs> I, I do like Otis. He he's entertaining, but yet has an amateur <coughs> background. So I, I kind of like how they they told the backstory on him before. And Maxine Dupree, yeah, I, I kind of get funny. She's a very lovely lady, uh, and but I, I will say she has done great. The arm drag spot was I did not see coming, even though they were you could see in the back, like you were were saying, and even the yeah. commentary were Kevin Patrick, Corey Graves were even agreeing with us all. Yeah, how could you not be distracted by Maxine Dupree? I, heck, I think all of us would be. Uh, I'm, I'm just speaking for me. I, I'm not going to speak for everybody else, even including this podcast. My bad, but I, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Yeah, there. I'm going to get in trouble. I know what. Just leave it to me. No, but, you're not getting in trouble. But I, We're uncensored, mate. We're uncensored. Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, we are on. uncensored. Okay, we, we, we don't have Stevie Richards becoming the, the <laughs> censorship with uh, Ivory and, and The Godfather. That You know, that was entertaining. But uh, I digress. Getting back to this era of WWE, it was just, <laughs> it was a short match, but it was entertaining, that spot. And just the hella, how do you say it? It's a Viking word. I, I even practice it, but I, I just slaughtered it. Is it What's Valhalla? Oh, Val, uh, Valhalla. Valhalla. I said Valhalla. <laughs> it was a new uh, name. Mate, it is what it, it is, is man. It is what it is. That's it right. Is what it is. It's my version, okay? I, I'm not even Scandinavian. I, forgive me. I, I don't know the right <laughs> yeah, pronunciation. Uh, I, I can barely Val, spell out yeah. color. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> Valhalla, yeah. So, yeah. Um, that works. The, it, it was good, though. I, I'm actually, I can't believe I'm agreeing that this is, but I have been high on Alpha Academy. I, I do think you've got to have some comedy. You, you want to be serious at times, but it, this kind of comedy has kind of grown on me, honestly. It's like The Miz and like a lot of different aspects. I think I'm going to be real. Chad Gable and Otis, they can get it done in the ring, so they've got that uh, I don't know the realism is the right word, but they've got that sort of that, that about them, so when they do something funny, but with Chad Gable especially going forward, Yes, we know he can be like thank you and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. you know, um, or shush, shush. yeah, yeah, yeah shush, shush, yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that was a pretty good impersonation. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Not yeah. as good as Karen Cross's Jesse Ventura earlier, but you know, it is what it is. Well, I, uh, hey, I, I can't do do that. My impersonations pale in comparison. I can't do the Jesse Ventura either, like Karen. Your Paul, your so. Paul Bear is good. Your Paul Bear is good. I can't do that. I tried to do yeah, Dusty I, I Road try, once. Yeah. It didn't work very well. I, it came out German somehow. I don't even know that happened. <laughs> no, anyway, no, sure. so German <laughs> Dusty Road. Yeah, yeah the, the American dream, baby, if you will, the, the common man. 
polka dots. Yeah, my, my son, the man cannot make a care on the legacy, baby. You know, I, I don't know. It's, mate, it's got like you got soul. I, mate, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I don't compared know. Compared to my, my compared to my alternate history German one, that is a, that is that pretty damn good to be honest. Uh, round of applause <laughs> for Tyler on the old uh, Dusty Rhodes. Well, I, I, there, I, I try. I, I'll tell you who I try to study is Bruce Pritchard. Does some great impersonations. So I really try to study him. And uh, we'll have to get you to some. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I try, but no, hey, don't feel bad because I, I can't do Roddy Piper. I love him, but I butcher that. I sound like I'm somewhere else, not even in his ether as far as him talking. <laughs> so I think I tried it on in the corner and you were right. It didn't hurt my feelings. I even made fun of myself. You're like, that is nowhere close. To me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um, before we get on to the rest of it, uh, Shaney Baszler defeat Raquel Rodriguez uh, with a roll up and some help from... Uh, Ronda Rousey. I don't get, we've already talked about it, but I don't really get the whole unification of the NXT tag titles and the women's main one. I, I maybe, don't and maybe because they have struggled with the main roster ones, they want to incorporate NXT and SmackDown and Raw, so that maybe gives a bit more depth for the overall. Uh, but it seems to have come out of nowhere. There was no real story, yeah. build, anything. So, um, and the problem is with that, because there's been no story, because there's been no build. I mean, we're probably getting the build now. Maybe I'm being a bit impatient, but there was no real like. It wasn't like there was like a Twitter war, or they went to in NXT, or the NXT tag team champions were on a the particular show. issue. Yeah, there was no. Again, it's just been like we'll do that. There it is. We'll we'll do okay, this. Okay. Yeah. Week. Yeah. Let, let's. What is it? The cold open where there's no stories. Well, there's, I mean, it's well, happened yeah, they, before. Plucked yeah. it out of the air, didn't they? Really, they literally did. Yeah. I mean, even if there was some sort of altercation backstage where maybe Alba Fire and uh, you know uh, what's she called? She's not called Kaylee Ray anymore, is she? Um, no, it's Alba Fire. That's right. Alba Fire. Sorry, Alba Fire. Isla, Isla Dawn. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I got it wrong because Alba Fire used to be Kaylee Ray, right? That's yeah, Kaylee Ray. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Wait, they were they had... from Scotland. I, I love their accents, man. There's yes, something about like Scotland, I know... Ireland. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I know. I know. Kaylee Ray was from. I think they both are actually. I think you're right. Um, but even if they had had a match on Raw and they won, they were like, yeah, we're the NXT Tag Team Champions, and then we have an in- an interaction with Shayna and Ronda and those two teams backstage. You know, they're both about being the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, and then Nothing, yeah, yeah. Well, we're the Raw and SmackDown. You know, we're the we're the WWE yeah. Women's Champions. You know, Kayla just- Braxton introduced them on SmackDown, and then all of a sudden we we get them to come out. Maybe that was last week. I can't remember. Was that what I mean? Yeah. Uh, la- yeah. No. This week they were introduced, but they have been there before backstage. Okay. So, but it's yeah. just like this particular Ronda Rousey and Shayna thing just come out. Now, I know they want to take over the roster and stuff. It just seemed a bit random to me. Um, but there we go. Um, no, no, it did it uh, with me as well because I get it. Shayna created the NXT Tag Titles for the Women's Division, but I never remember her being the one that was the reason i can understand the women's championship but maybe i'm uh, missing something of course i'm not going to dare get on her bad side she could manipulate <laughs> me and, and break my arm and and really do some damage in her and rousey and uh the nxt women's champions for that matter so i said respectfully but i'm, I'm kind of maybe she was the motivation for those titles being created but I, I heard that in the promo as well so maybe i just didn't realize it i don't know there you go. Uh, Daniel Griffin in the chat. They're going to have Ron and Shayna win, but why not wait a week and have Alba and Isla win in the UK? Could be the making of them. Yeah, 100% right. Dan. Yeah, money in the bank. Right. Yeah. 
that, that's a good point, Dan. I mean, I'm I'm for the UK crowd. I'm the biggest. Uh, I mean, I'm really kissing up to the UK people right now. They're featuring me on podcasts. They're making shirts. They're going to make me famous over there to where people are going to be so sick of seeing Go Fickle shirts. They're going to want to throw them in the trash, burn them. Uh, Benny's going to say, uh, we don't know this guy. He's somewhere else. You know, no, his identity's unknown. Yeah. Mate, if uh, if we're any, I'll tell you what, anything on the SGP World Media, if, we, if this show in particular or any show, I think yeah, anybody absolutely. that's with us, anybody course, that's I'm, with I'm us. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, I know you. I know you are, but but I want to give you know you know you haven't got to thank us, mate. You're much as part of the network as me. You, you know you're on my show. Oh, well, I appreciate it big time. So don't worry. Well, you know, give me the pu- Chad Gable. Thank you. That, that, I wish I could see you. You do a good <laughs> Chad Gable. You should have done it right then. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I missed that opportunity. Didn't I? Speaking no, of crowds, right. though. Speaking of crowds, though. Let's move on. Let's segue. Uh, as much as I am in favor of crowds being mental, loving it, getting into it and being part of it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you might have to remind me where Raw was this week so I've forgotten. But was it the, uh, Wichita or Kansas or something? Some, I, yeah, I think Wichita's in Kansas. I'm even from the States <laughs> and I can't remember where everything is. Yeah. But yeah, in I'm terms of geography over there, you're going to have to help me out because I don't know. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know my own geography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway... <laughs> We had Finn Balor looking a bit down backstage and stuff like that, and all that. And it's all this all led from last week with him being told not to come to ringside by Damien. He did anyway, but luckily it didn't cost Damien or whatever it was. So anyway, a bit of turmoil within the Judgment Day in terms of Finn and Damien possibly, um, which leads me on to this. Um, Finn Balor comes out, calls out Seth Rollins. Now there's history built in here straight away. Obviously in 2016. Um, Finn Balor became the first Universal Champion. Most wrestling fans are going to know this if they're WWE fans or even just wrestling fans in general. But ultimately, Finn got, Balor got injured and lost a year of his career. Accidents happen, but Finn Balor wanted to cut a promo and wanted to talk. Now Seth came out. You have the usual singing, and I get it. And you know, have fun. You paid your ticket by all means, but. I really wanted to hear what Finn had to say. I did too. No, I'm with you, and I'm from the States. I think that's where we, it's really becoming a problem because, I mean, it's one thing to do it, and they kind of milk it, you know, I mean, and I don't blame them, but at the same yeah, time, of course. that's where, that's where we, we've got to have more courtesy, more respect to these athletes, to the people, because they're entertaining us, and, and they're, they're <laughs> trying to get these important stories over, and and it really messes up some of the, the poignancy to me. I guess I could use that term uh, as to why, you know, Finn, because he, like you said, there's backstory. There's a history. We want to hear it. And and unfortunately, it's one thing to have heat on you. But if you get too much or you're just doing a sing-along, it's not even so much heat. I mean, enough's enough, like Owen Hart used to say. Come on, get, let the man speak. I mean, Seth held the microphone at one point and was like, yeah, keep singing. And f- Initially, I was fine with it, but it then became more and more like, okay, I actually want to... Finn tried to get hit side's promo. They just started singing over him. Okay, right, he is the hero. More field of the fire. Yeah, I get that, but Seth had an opportunity, I believe, here. I mean, you've got to be careful how you do it, obviously, but I believe Seth had a moment with, like, look, I appreciate you singing my song. I really love it, but I want to hear what Finn Balor's got to say. You know, like, you make, it's, I don't know, there's better ways of saying it the way I've said it, but there was a moment in that promo where Seth could have like gone, 
you know, just bring it down now, lads, ladies and gents. I mean, let's, he, he could. Um, because this has a potential of being a great few because, there's, again, there's backstory here. There's stuff that happened 20, in 2016. And, I mean, I get, I get what Finn was saying, but it lost a little bit of meaning for me, unfortunately, because of the... And I'm into crowd, crowd noise. The crowd was singing his song so much, and I get it, but, like... Was, we want to hear a, what Finn has to say. <laughs> yeah, um, this was this was a moment to sell that match at Money in the Bank, basically. And now they could remedy this next week by having a maybe a video package of what happened. Have a sit down interview with Finn Balor to real get that gritty. He cost you me. You don't have to year. worry about any kind of noise. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Dan Griffin in the chat. There's a fine line between a crowd being rabid but engaged, Puerto Rico. We're just being assholes. <laughs> Going into now, now that's a good way to put it. Uh, you know, and I'm even from the states, but and and sometimes I get it. You get caught in the moment, but sometimes you got to realize, hey, listen, because I still want to hear somebody speaking it, whether it's a wrestling promo. I, I relate it to even a TV series. Sometimes yeah. you, you're in a noisy room. You're like, well, wait a minute, that's okay, but I, I missed an important point. I want to hear I this. To, I'm into yeah, this. Yeah, I, I I'm still. Because of being a long-time fan, I'm into this match because of what happened in their past. And Finn Balor, yes, he's had he has had rematches for the Universal Title, and it was against Roman, but he hasn't really recovered to that level, has he? Since he's been back, no, he hasn't. And that's what made the promo believable. At least we got that much out because they eventually did. The noise did go down, but that's what I enjoyed because a a lot of it, I I missed or or had to go back and see because there was a period of time where I didn't watch wrestling, including WWE. So I was interested. So, and that's what was my frustrations. I'm like, I want to hear what fans got to say to South. And it's just, I, I don't get it. I, I think we, that's what I mean though. He talked about his momentum was killed and, and Seth was able to get on the rise, this trajectory. It just, so it all was making a lot of, uh, fascinating kind of uh you know it was sensible I, i'll just borrow that word again so no i'm with yeah. you there was just a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff between both of them or at it least I, I went i don't want to over hop it like it was just great stuff because like you said at the crowd at the beginning really killed it but i mean at least they recovered enough to where you got um, the they got it out they got the promo out but i think it it just it annoyed me it, I, I wasn't thinking about the promo at that point then because no, I, I, I the see crowd just kept, and, you know. And we're sorry, even no. fans. No, I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just agreeing but with you. Yeah. You've paid for your ticket. You get, you know, you get, you're the ethical wrestlers. Oh, you're, you're crap or whatever, or booing and cheering. And it is good fun. I've been to a Raw taping back back in 09. Um, and you've been to, you've been yourself. You went to SummerSlam, I think, last year, was it? Yeah, SummerSlam. And went went so, to uh, Raw in January. So Yeah, so. The atmosphere is amazing, isn't it? It can be. It can be really amazing and really into yeah, it. Yeah, it's um, a lot of fun. But in this moment, I, I, as a person sat at home, and I'm sure there were people in the crowd that were like, yeah, I love singing Seth Rollins' song, and yeah, we're annoying Finn Balor and stuff like that. Um, but there is a point of just like, come on, I actually want to hear this. And it's, it, this is the equivalent, as you said, about a TV show. It's like somebody walking in to your living room playing a stereo music boom box whatever and playing the music really loud while you're trying to listen to a key piece of information in a tv show or a movie or whatever and it was just like but there was a moment where i, I feel seth could have gone 
I don't know how he would have worded it. I'm not that you know way inclined. So I, I would have to think about it. But he could have been like, "All right, I appreciate you singing my song. Uh, what did you What do you want, Finn? You know, it, some something to that effect." And Finn could have then broke his story down. And actually, if they'd have actually listened to Finn, I actually could have seen some of the crowd. Maybe we could have had a bit of a mixed reaction in the terms of because Finn did get injured. He was the first. I believe so, um, but unfortunately, we didn't quite get to we didn't quite get it to see it. Away from the essence, uh, so I, I completely concur. It's just it drove me crazy. I I, I did notice it because I just watched it last night as well. I don't know what time you got to do it over there. But yeah, I know last night normally Tuesdays because I'm like a lot of people. I watch DVR like yourself and go back watch SmackDown, whatever it is, you know, on the DVR. Hundred yeah. percent. Go to the chat quickly, Dan Griffin. I was uh, at. Uh, so, pardon me. I was at the Raw after SummerSlam in 2015 in NYC. That crowd turned into dickheads during the women's match, and it was embarrassing to be there. So, I mean, obviously, not everybody would feel that way. Obviously, they a lot of people would have had fun at that moment. But I think, in terms of our little corner of the internet, we agree. And it, I, again, I don't blame yeah. the crowd for having fun at all. Um, but it just ruined the whole. Sometimes you can prolong it to where it's it's not about having fun. You're just kind of doing it to do it, and and a lot of times that does fall on the wrestlers that their entrance is because they're so over, and those songs are. It's just kind of, and I think that's a problem Chris Jericho has. Even though I don't get to watch all of AEW, I know we're talking WWE, but he's supposed to even be the heel, and they they get to singing his song Judas and Seth. I realize Seth is not right now, but it, it's. Still, kind of, you could draw a comparison, you know, the way that they're singing the songs, and you know. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it, again, I don't mind crowd being loud in the sense of cheering and booing and chanting during matches and stuff. That's amazing. It just felt very, excuse me, but fucking. It was aggravating. Yeah, it, no, go ahead really and say was, it. I, yeah, I, mean, it, I gotta, my F-bomb. You got to be I'm, realistic. No, don't. It worry pissed about me it. off, and I actually. I mean, as much as I'm putting it on Seth and Finn, mainly Seth, but like, what can they do? If the crowd want to do it, they're going to do it. Unfortunately, it's a live crowd, but yeah, hopefully there's maybe not much they can. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they'll remedy it for next week. I would love to see maybe like a video package. We see the match from 2016. Um, I went back and watched that not long ago. Um, I still enjoyed it. It's such a shame that Finn Balor. I wasn't a big fan of initially of the Universal Championship. Um, but, you know, Roman Reigns has helped that to no end. Brock Lesnar helped that to no end by holding it for when he did and stuff. But um, I'm just a World Heavyweight Championship guy. I want the big gold belt. That's just me all over, basically. So no, I, I, I respect uh, <clears throat> your opinion on it. I think we need to value World Championships. Um, ultimately, though, if you go into Money in the Bank, we are going to see Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Although, let's talk about that for a quick second because... Seth Rollins right. goes, oh, let's 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 have an open challenge next week. Oh, who's returning next week? Logan Paul. Hmm. I wonder who's going to answer that fucking challenge. Now, I could be and wrong it's on in that. Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's his hometown. Yeah. So, um, is Logan Paul going to accept the challenge? You know, then obviously Seth's meant to be facing Braun Breaker as well. So they but then they've advertised Seth versus Finn. Um, does. Does Seth lose the title this early? No, I don't think so. Or does Brian Breaker show up on Raw instead of NXT and we have the match there? That could be... I would rather that, to be yeah, honest with you. Yeah, me too. Um, I would rather that. I don't dislike Logan Paul, what he has done in the ring and the matches he's done. 
but you've kind of for me they kind of advertised why don't you save him for yeah. a surprise though i mean yeah sometimes... that was my thought why they they, yeah. they did Seth goes let's have an open challenge next week okay cool where are we cleveland okay cool oh, i wonder who it's going to be or it might be braun breaker because he challenged him and blah 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 oh fucking logan paul comes out now i'm like i'm not saying the match wouldn't be good if the, this does happen i'm just like you've kind of done it ass backwards to me I don't... <laughs> whether it's just yeah, me i don't I, know i mean uh and, and maybe it's me too. I mean, uh, I, I know we agree to disagree on some things, but you know, there, there's going to be a lot of this where you, you know I'm scratching my head too. I'm like, what are we doing? You know, I yeah. know I'm just a viewer, but come on. It, it irritates. I mean, I think the big. I mean, overall, I, I, I like seeing our, this this passion. I, I think yeah. maybe I know you've had it without me being on here, but maybe maybe the fickle stuff is bringing out the best in Benny. <laughs> That's a key word. Logan maybe, Paul maybe. shows. Just show up in Cleveland or your hometown. Yeah, where's the fun at in that if you're you're advertising everything? I, I think that may be the mistake we're getting into. We got to advertise everything <laughs> instead of leaving a little bit of surprise. It I'm not been saying nice. o- not overly doing surprises either, but where you you leave the window open at least for one week or two weeks. It don't even have to be weekly. Just uh, yeah, yeah. you know, keep us I, engaged. I'm kind of hoping I'm wrong. To be honest, that it's not Logan Paul because that way, whoever does come out, it's got that more of a surprise to it. You know uh, who that would right. be? Maybe, maybe one of these free agents that keep running around, like a Dolph. Is it Dolph Ziggler's free agent? I think Baron yeah, Corbin's I think a free Ziggler, agent. Corbin, Mustafa. Um, well, Ali's been on there. That's. Not, I mean, yeah. he's a free agent, though. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing match we got to talk about, really. I mean, we've gone the negative. I. I I didn't mind it. It was kind of thrown together. I love Kevin Owens' attitude at the moment with, like, literally calling out all the BS. He's almost, like, breaking the fourth wall. I mean, he's just mad. Yeah, his blood pressure is rising. (laughs) At first, I'm not sure that I'm crazy about it because I think the only problem I'm seeing is this can be overdone a little bit. I like Kevin Owens being the fighter, but I'm afraid we're going to see this kind of play out too much. That's just me. I can see the the worry. I I understand where you're coming from with that. Uh, At the moment, it's still entertaining to me. Um, I love them on commentary. I loved Sammy and Kevin Owens on commentary a few weeks ago. I love LA Knight was good on SmackDown. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We missed that. Yeah. LA Knight was brilliant on um, commentary. I would like LA Knight to win Money in the Bank, I think. Um, I, I would, too. I, I think he needs something. Not that he couldn't survive. I, I don't want to get in dire straits here, but he's a, another musical reference. There we go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, LA Knight without meaning to, but LA Knight is, uh, he's just, he's getting the reactions. He's got, to, I just like the whole presentation, what he can do in the ring, just his promos, everything. He's and he's not. I'm not going to say he's not doing anything in the ring, but he's not necessarily going mental in the ring with doing, you know, you know, over the top with his with his stuff. You know, he's doing an, he's, and that's the beauty of it. I, I think you don't have to be over the top. I think that's why we're enjoying LA Knight. He, he's kind of like an old school wrestler that's involved into the new school, but doesn't have to necessarily follow the new school format. I, I guess there's a, an appeal to him in that regard. If that makes sense, yeah. I don't know if that yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think so. No, I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, so we ended up having the undisputed tag team championship was put on the line. Kevin Owens had to go and change out of his uh, t-shirt and shorts into another t-shirt and shorts, <laughs> which was made me laugh. Sami Zayn, Mean Gene Oakland shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, yes, he did have a Mean Gene Oakland shirt. That, on that was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, they defeated. We already said it, but they defeated Good Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser. Um, 
I think ultimately, like I've already said it, uh, Matt Riddle came to late in the match, but like Matt Riddle, I feel like we are going to see Riddle versus uh, Gunther. I don't think it's been announced yet. I don't know if it's going to happen at Money in the Bank. They're, they're planting the seeds at least. I mean, we're, I feel we're like it will. Week something. No. Yeah, I feel like that's why I was kind of glad that you know it uh, has gone the way it is. Uh, uh, Dan Griffin in the chat in the most complimentary way. LA Knight is very like uh, like, uh, the sorry, like the Miz, so that makes sense. Yeah, interesting. Um, it's an interesting take, definitely interesting take. But that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, not you know biggest letdown for me was I I want to see Finn versus Seth. This match needs to happen. It's long overdue. It's been what seven years, I think. Um, it's been a long time. But that promo just. It's, it just it reached, better. If you haven't seen it, I don't want to necessarily subject you to uh, <laughs> bad stuff. But it, I mean, it's I'm, maybe we're being a bit harsh, but it was the crowd just shit on it for me. And it got to a point where it was just I was like, I actually said out loud, out loud at the TV, let them talk because I want to hear this. This has the roots and the elements to be an absolute epic tale going forward because of the history that happened seven years ago I, I did like how speaking of the seven years of the history between seth rollins and finn balor how benny you brought up i like how seth did say this he's like i like seeing this side of you finn but i i don't want this version of you i want the version that you know that was back seven years ago i, yeah. I want that finn balor so yeah. that that was a great line one thing we've got to mention quickly, that was a brilliant line, you're right. I, um, we saw Finn talking to JD backstage. Yeah, we and did. We, and we also, which was interesting. And then we also had Damien Priest. Uh, uh, Finn Balor says, if I win the title, you're not gonna, if you win Money in the Bank, you're not going to cash in on me, are you? No, I can't believe you have to ask me. I wouldn't do that. So let's, play, like, let's, let's just play booking, you know, Benny's booking quickly, as we'll call it. <laughs> Let's say, I, I don't think Seth is, I think Seth will win um, as we sit here right now. I want to see what happens next week before I make any sort of like final decisions, obviously. Uh, I believe you and Cy are going to be doing the Money in the Bank stuff anyway, because yeah, we I'm, are, I'm not I'm, here. I'm wearing the Bret Hart shirt. We're going to miss you, Benny. I'm going to wear the Bret Hart shirt. I don't know if Cy's got a Shawn Michaels shirt, but I'm, <laughs> I'll still wear it when, when we're all together, but. I thought that was fitting, so I, I need to say yeah. it. That's why I hadn't wore the Hitman yet. I'm I'm kind of waiting <laughs> for the special occasion. Uh, Fair enough. To, to wind side up is what you're getting at, basically. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm, by the time Money in the Bank hits, I'm going to be on hold. I think I'm going to be... I can't remember whether I'm going to be here for predictions or whether I'm not going to be. I cannot remember. I think it's going to be... I believe... No. You guys are going to be doing the Money in the Bank review, looking back at it, because I'm not actually around that week. So, um, so in what, however many episodes it will be, we've done 57 at the moment uh, for the first time ever. You guys are going to be running the ship for me, so I appreciate it, and I can't wait to see what you guys bring oh, to oh, it. Oh no but, problem. Um, but hey, yeah. we'll miss you, but uh, we're we're happy to man to uh, step yeah. up. No, I appreciate it. Holiday, go on holiday. Uh, anyway, my point, what I was getting at was. Benny's booking quickly was very much a case of let's say Damien Priest does win Money in the Bank. If Finn, I don't think Finn will win. Let's just say Finn doesn't win. Seth wins. But Damien Priest cashes in on the same night and possibly becomes world champion. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to happen at Money in the Bank, but let's just say it does for, for argument's sake. 
that would then, I think, cause more jealousy between uh, more problems between Finn and Damien Priest going forward. I, you know, I don't think that is no, necessarily going to. I don't think whoever. I mean, again, I could be wrong. I'm just. It's very interesting what's happening. The dynamic is very. The seeds are being planted between Finn and Damien. About makes to, me wonder. Yeah, if uh, to your point, if Damien Priest doesn't, uh, we don't see more of the babyface Damien Priest. Maybe it's they've uh, felt his. Uh, Time has run out on Judgment Day, and they're ready, you know, with this main event push to get him out of the group. Uh, See, my, my 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 way of looking at it was actually Finn turns babyface, and uh, he he's taken out of the group, maybe. But either way, you do that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, and a babyface fan would not be bad either. I mean, if you're going to be good, you got to be able to do them both. Sometimes, I mean, certain people can only do one or the other, but. It shows versatility. So, hey, either way, I, it is would be compelling. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like I said. I think maybe this doesn't happen straight away. Maybe I'm being a bit too quick off the mark there. But if let's say Damien does win it, I believe that is when we'll start seeing the start, and maybe JD comes in with Finn. Points. Maybe uh, um, we'll we'll see how it pans out. But I'm very interested going forward with that. Yeah, it, it's it's a nice twist uh, with what's happening occurring between Damian Priest and uh, Finn Balor and J.D. Madonna now, too, from what we saw backstage. Uh, just real quickly to go back to the Bailey-Ea uh, Sky ordeal, I think we've talked about, talked about it, pardon me, that E.O. Sky will probably split from damage control uh, and stuff. And I think we'll see uh, maybe more of that story, the continuation, and really start to see the, the genesis of it possibly money at in Money bank. in the Bank. Yeah, yeah because no. of what happened. Maybe Eos guy gets tired of her having to help her all the time, and or it comes down to if she wins the Money in the Bank, because then she gets an opportunity to cash in. We'll see yeah, who yeah. turns on who, or you could go different routes there. I think either way, whether, whether Eo wins it or Bailey wins it, but I think if to, but I don't think either one could not win it. Basically, is what I'm getting at. But you could still have problems start to brew within still that. Still have friction, yeah, 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 and that's true. You don't necessarily have to have a, a title or or anything to that effect uh, to make it worthy of uh, having some problems uh, between the two. So, 100%. now that, that's what's good. We 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 bounce off these different ideas, and whether we agree or disagree, it's 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 good conversation. I yes. enjoy it. Fantasy booking, <laughs> as it as every every week. Uh, well, I hope yeah, everybody. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I, I was just going to say it's still good. I mean, I, I enjoy the fantasy booking, whether it happens or not. It's it's neat to that. That's what it is. It's fantasy. It's it's, 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 it's good, cool it's to, good to speculate. It's good to speculate. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Money in the Bank. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I mean, like I said, you guys will be doing the review show. Um, uh, I, I will check with Sai. I think that's already locked in, but I'll double check with that. Um. But yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what you guys say. Um, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the episode, ladies and gents. I appreciate everybody chatting to us in the chat. Uh, those that stuck around, I appreciate it. Tyler, before we go, let's do the usual. What you're doing? I know you've got new projects on the run. I don't know if they're up and running yet. Uh, with the uh, other podcast you were doing, is that up and running yet? Or well, share with us, basically. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can. I'm at Dustin Teller eighty six on Twitter. Of course, uh, you know. 
uh, do in the corner, of course, with this this great guy and his great program, uh, Benny Mac, within the corner of WWE <laughs> on SJP World Media. Uh, me and Danny had back when we're still trying to get that figured <laughs> out because you know it's live. People have things going on. It's just, but we are going to get some new yeah, episodes. Course. Plus, Danny is doing a lot too, so he he's involved with a lot of other projects on SJP. And and shout out to Josh and and his show. RSH as well. Got a shout out to our good buddy there and what they're doing. But the projects, uh, you know, Wrestle Buddy, the weekly report, uh, currently doing around the table wrestling scoops. Uh, we'll be recording that tomorrow, uh, and that will be released on Monday. Also, a uh, doing a new show with Zero News. I think some of them are based out of the UK as well. So we're you know oh, okay. a lot of good folks in the in the UK and. And I think we're doing kind of a news-related show. I, I, part of me, I don't quite have the title yet because it's that new. I, I think oh, it okay. premieres this Sunday, Father's Day weekend. So we'll be uh, doing it, and, and it may be live. I can't. Uh, I don't really know the the specifics. Uh, that's I the thing. It. It's kind of. But <laughs> I, I want to give it a shout out. So there's just so much going on. It. I'm I'm with you. It's hard to. I feel fortunate. <laughs> To keep be involved, but it's hard. Yeah, hard to keep up. Exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, well, obviously, you can follow this show at In the Corner WWE on Twitter. You can follow myself at Benny Mac B Triple Y M A C K, and of course, all the great content on SJP World Media. Obviously, this is three weeks in. We're not doing too bad, Tyler. I think live. I think we're doing okay. I no, think people I, are enjoying I, mean, it, I, I think we're starting to get the hang of it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's funny. You you would think audio, you've got it down pat, but it, it's a different animal going live, though. I mean, it's really unique that there's that much that there's some contrast here or there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. a better grammar. No. <laughs> well, if you want to watch us, here and there, if you want to watch us, if you want to watch us live, uh, we are live every Wednesday, 7:30 PM UK time, two thirty Eastern time, I believe. Uh, yeah. and, um, we are obviously on Spotify, Apple podcasts as well, obviously, and Google, I believe, which takes forever to upload but we are where you can get most podcasts um but we appreciate you tuning in where wherever you are whether it's live or a download later on uh tyler hopefully i will see yes, you next sir. week uh we'll uh yeah. but if not you no, free I, next I, week? I should I can't be remember. here yeah i'll be oh, available brilliant. okay yeah. brilliant. okay excellent. uh so yeah we've got roman reigns returning on smackdown this friday so we'll be chatting about that obviously we'll be talking about raw next week as well and anything else going on uh in wwe and maybe we need to look at this NXT thing, man. That was a great idea. We need to have a. We need yeah, somebody's coming yeah, to. We we do. I, I'm going to be looking out. Hey, we need to do the Regal thing and start scouting. That, that's what a great we idea. Need to do. Scouting. Um, yeah. I will work on some impressions. I doubt I'll do any, but uh, I can't beat Karen Cross. I, I'm going to try to hold them at, at a at a minimum <laughs> because I, there's some I can't do as well, and others I, I need to practice or critique. But you know, Paul Barrett, I try not to overdo them, but I, I think it's kind of fun to do. You know, we're yeah, we're wrestling yeah. fans. It's it's yeah. neat. You know, my my friend does a uh, Mickey Mouse impression, but does the oh wow taken speech from the first film. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen Taken, but he does it. I mean, I know uh, Seth MacFarlane oh, yeah, does I've, a I've Kermit. Seth MacFarlane does a Kermit the Frog one, but my mate does a Mickey Mouse one, and it's I've never recorded it. And I keep saying I'm going to, but oh, it's absolutely need to. hilarious. That, that'd be <laughs> fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah. Seth McFarland, hey, fan, shout out to Family Guy, all those uh, family-oriented <laughs> shows. I don't care, it's funny. So There stuff. we go. Anyway, yeah, check out the links below in the description as well because there will be, uh, in the podcast form anyway, uh, you can get some merchandise, the Fickle T-shirt, the SJP stuff. All the SJP merchandise is on there as well. And, yeah, I'm going to shut up now and play the credits. So, Tyler, thank you very much. 
Hey, you're welcome, Benny. And then we'll see you all <laughs> this time next week. Catch you later. Best of me now, best of me now, best of me. They want the best of me now, best of me now, best of me now, best of me. They want the best of me now.